Welcome to the Fearless Female Entrepreneur Podcast, where you learn how to set aside your fears and limiting beliefs and step into the entrepreneur you are meant to be. Hi there, I'm your host, Katerina Cormas, mindset and confidence coach for female entrepreneurs and your personal cheerleader to success. I teach female entrepreneurs just like you how to identify and overcome your limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome mindset, step into and ignite your confidence and unapologetically show up in your business as the fearless entrepreneur you are born to be. Each week, I share the wisdom, tips, insights, and motivation you need to overcome doubts and obstacles holding you back from success. You will walk away feeling empowered and ready to take bold action towards your goals and dreams. So if you're ready to build the life and business you dream of, let's jump in. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to today's Fearless Female Entrepreneur podcast episode. So today's topic has come up multiple times this past week with clients and fellow entrepreneurs. So I figured, hmm, more people may need this message. So let's do a little podcast episode about it. And so this is something I strongly believe in. It took me a long time to get to this point, um, but it has drastically helped my stress, um, my overwhelm in my life and business. And I want to share it with you today because it is a common thing that keeps popping up for other people as well. So the message for you today is it's time to let go of the outcome of our actions in our businesses. Like it is time to let go of the outcome, the expectations of all the actions we're taking in our businesses. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, right? We think we need these strategies to keep us, you know, moving forward towards our goals. And we expect that our plan of action and our plan of attack to any problem that comes up or any dream that we have should have an expected outcome. That's the whole idea behind a strategy, right? And yes, of course, when we set action plans, we have the end goal in mind. Correct. We do. Um, and if you're like me, you have a side of you that loves a good strategy, um, likes to create a plan and work backwards from an intended outcome to what steps need to be taken and what, what when they need to be taken in order to hit that said outcome. Um, and going back to my event planning and fundraising days, I did a lot of like galas and walks and things like that, a lot of events. And this is how I had to function. That's the type of planning I needed, you know, to, to make, especially with so many moving parts and departments and staff to manage, I had to have a plan. And I needed to know things like, uh, for instance, if the event is on X date, then I need to tell the caterer the headcount by Y date, which meant the invites had to go out five weeks before that, which meant I needed to get the invites to the printer two weeks before that, and the graphic designer needed to start the design three weeks before that, et cetera, right? In order to pull off this event where people actually attended and you know we had a chance for a certain number of people to attend, that's how I had to strategize. Um, 
And by sticking to that timeline, I'd be on track for the, all those ducks to be in a row and for guests to actually have time to RSVP, RSVP and show up, you know, and even, um, I mean, I had this down to a science. I even, you know, worked with this timeline. It's basically like a cookie cutter where it was so detailed and thought out. All I had to do was plug in the date of the event and it, it pre-populated all the fields of when each task needed to be completed by how many weeks out from the event. So, so each year I just populated in the new date and I had my timeline. So yeah, I had a plan to reach a specific goal, but good thing there's another side of me <laughs> that knows that strategy only goes so far because in those event planning days, I learned, yes, my strategy would get me beautifully orchestrated and flawless events. But I also held events where I had all the ducks in a row, but they were rained out, where the attendance was poor, where we didn't raise the money we needed, where there were huge technical issues that we couldn't have you know, planned for. I think you get where I'm going. The same goes in business, right? Strategy is always great. You know, doing all the things, taking bold action, showing up visibly, being consistent, you know, setting goals so you know what revenue you're targeting and how many products and services you would like to sell to hit that target. They're all great to have, you know, like a GPS system, like, like Google Maps, you know, you need to actually enter an address or a destination in order to create a plan, in order to create, you know, the, the, the journey. Um, it's when you actually try to control the outcome that you find the challenges. And I, I remember years ago, I'm gonna give you a visual and this always sticks in my head. Years ago, I pulled an Oracle card and I remember the card so vividly. And it was a man that honestly kind of looked like an elf, like totally reminded me of like Lord of the Rings. Um, anyway, and he was holding a bow and arrow and he had, you know, he was positioned and he had the arrow pulled back, ready to shoot. Um, and the card said underneath, let go of the outcome. And it talked about how you can set yourself up properly, right? You could, you could take all the archery classes, win archery championships, constantly be out there with your bow and arrow, right? But you have to, you know, you can set yourself properly and you can actually aim at that target but once you release the arrow you can't chase it to help direct it to the target you have to allow the arrow to land where it lands you have to trust that you took the action and that the result will be where it's meant to go and the arrow is going to land somewhere but it might not be exactly where you wanted it to go. And, you know, that's the interpretation of where that arrow lands is key. And I'm going to go through this in two seconds. But, you know, I strongly believe that consistent and intentional actions are rewarded with the result in some way. Sometimes we just don't get to choose the result. And that's not, we shouldn't define that as a good or bad. Um, 
And, you know, that's, that's what we need to do in business. We have to let go of the outcome. We have to let go of defining what the outcome means. You know, create the plan, take the action. Set yourself up for success with the offer that you love, right? You got into this business to help people and you have an offer. You know, all you need is one offer to help people in a specific way. And you just need that mission that you love, right? How you want to help people, how you know you are qualified to help them and knowing, you know, who that person is that you want to help and how, you know, show up every day and get visible and share your knowledge and your skills and your talents and your experiences with the world and your desired audience. That is your action. That is your plan. That is your strategy. That is what you need to do but then release how it all transpires. And I'm sure you've heard it before, right? Release, you know, don't worry about the how. Um, Because you can't force someone to read your posts or your emails. You can't make them show up to your store or go to your website or click the, the button, right? You can't make them buy. You can only put all the information out there in a way that feels good for you and would resonate with your ideal client but you have to release how others perceive it and what they do with it. Um, and I'm sharing this with you and, and, you know, because it's actually impacting your tight hold on the outcome is impacting your business. So I'm going to share four reasons why you need to learn to let go of the outcome Because you just may not realize how it's affecting you and your business and your progress and success and how it's actually derailing you. So let's start with number one. If you are so focused on your actions leading to a specific result, it'll actually cause you so much stress and overwhelm. Not only will you put out there this energy, this like, I need to do this and I need to do it this way so that I can get the specific result. Like that's a kind of an, a, an energy that's, you know, puts people off, right? But you'll also feel defeated if that intended result doesn't happen. And that emotion that goes with it and the stress that goes with it and the frustration, I see it all the time. And it's, it's happened to me and raising my hand many times as well. You know, you focus so much on that intended result that when it doesn't happen, like maybe only one person shows up for your free masterclass or, or no one shows up, you know, me, you know, you, you'll get defeated and frustrated and you'll just want to give up. Oh, nobody showed up. Ugh, this didn't work. You know, and then plus by focusing so much on that action, that outcome, you're, you are seeing the journey or the product and the service as negative when it doesn't transpire the way you planned. Oh, that was a bad product. That was a bad service. That was just, that was just all wrong, you know, and you could start to just feel resentful. Like, oh, you know, I built all this stuff and it didn't work and I worked so hard, um, And it was stuff that you built and you were so excited about. And all of a sudden, because it didn't have the result that you were so attached to, you throw it all out or you, 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 you place this negative emotion on it and no one wants that to happen, right? This is on your heart. You want this to work. Um, So we have to like find a way to like, you know, take that emotion out of it. Um, And this is the best way, release the outcome. 
you don't want to give up on your dream or your purpose. It's meant for you. And if it's meant for you, those misses will lead you where you need to be. But stressing over that expectation and trying to dictate how it all should unfold is a sure fire way of causing unnecessary stress in your business. I mean, you could just feel it, right? Just go listen to that part again, right? It's stressful. Um, and you don't want that stress because, because you want to enjoy the journey. You want to enjoy your business. You want to see each experience as part of the journey and something to grow from and learn from and take and move on to something else. You know, the second really important, you know, reason why you need to let go of the outcome is that if you're too attached to the outcome, you lose your authenticity. Being too strategic doesn't allow you to show up in a natural way. Sometimes you just need to be human to connect to your audience who are also human. You're building relationships that, you know, you that may turn into clients or collaborations. And think about it, you know, when you're making friends, you can't plan how that relationship will grow. You just have to show up and be you and share your journey and knowledge and story and experiences with those people that might become friends and see where the relationship goes from there. Um, you know, no stressful, think about your relationships, you know, romantic relationships. No successful relationship happens because you controlled how it was gonna play out, right? Like, that's just like the most stressful relationship ever. If you're trying to be like, it has to work out like this and we're going to get married on this date and we're going to have kids on this date and we're going to both want these things and it's going to be great. Like you can't do that, right? It's a get to know each other, can't control the outcome. It's either going to work, it's not. You might have ups, you might have downs. you got to ride the wave. So, you know, if you start, you know, in business, if you start creating content or show up with an offer or post on Instagram that you intend to attract your dream clients, it's like putting out that desperate energy. People could feel that. Like, I'm putting this out there because I want you to buy. And, you know, it comes across kind of calculated and it lacks that human connection. So instead, allow what you create to attract what it's meant to create, what, uh, what it's meant to attract. Like, Allow what you create to attract what is meant to attract and focus on staying true to you. Doesn't that feel so good? It feels so much better. That's so much better. Um, number three, if you don't let go of the outcome, you'll be resistant to tweaking things if it doesn't work out. So if you are so caught up in the outcome of what you're creating and doing, and it doesn't work out, your strategy didn't work, you know, the way you didn't get to that goal, right? Why you created the strategy is to hit this goal and it didn't work out. You're more likely to quit and completely give up on that aspect of your business. I hear it all the time with clients who start showing up on Instagram, right? They show up on Instagram, they're posting consistently. And after a month, when they don't get any clients from it, they give up, they throw up their hands, done. They had set this intention that if they post a few times, people will magically buy from them. Um, so what happens? They no longer show up on Instagram. They throw in the towel. They say, ah, it's not going to work for me. It doesn't work for me. It didn't work. Um, but if they would have 
been open to putting their content out there and not expecting each piece of content to give them sale and to just lean into trusting that whoever needed to see that or hear that message or learn that thing was was taking that information in and would eventually may eventually become a client um if they would have you know done that without expecting that sale and if they would have just continued to be visible you know got out there connecting to other people and sharing their wisdom they could have tweaked their process after a few weeks to better connect to the dream audience, right? They could have looked at that and said, I'm getting more people are relating to this more. I'm going to talk about that more, right? If they would have taken it a step further and every time somebody liked their Instagram, they went and got to know them a bit more, right? As opposed to throwing up their hands, they would have had, eventually it would have worked. Um, you know, and the same goes for your business products and services. If you expect your first launch of a service or a product to sell out or to bring you the clients that you, you know, a few clients and it doesn't, most entrepreneurs just scrap the idea. Instead of seeing it as a lesson or learning why people didn't buy and then tweaking it for the next time, um, they just give up. And what happens is they, you know, they keep pivoting, right? They keep offering a new product, a new service, a new product, or showing a, Instagram didn't work. I'm going to try Facebook. Facebook didn't work. I'm going to try LinkedIn, right? They keep pivoting and not being consistent and their business never grows. So instead of being open and trying again with a slightly different approach and allow the misses to become lessons, they're holding on to this, you know, this specific outcome and it's not happening, they're just giving up. So I just encourage you to just trust, you know, yeah, the outcome might not have happened, but were there things you could have tweaked the next time to help reach that goal, right? Is there a lesson in this? Is there something you learned that you didn't? That's why, you know, if you are, you know, want to want everything to be perfect. If you wait so long to be perfect, you might have to tweak it, right? You might be like, I'm going to create this course and it's going to be perfect. And this is the modules I'm going to do. And then you sell it and it doesn't work. You're going to feel defeated when you could have been a little bit more open and be like, okay, why didn't it work? What, what should I tweak? Which is why I tell people, you know, don't try to make things perfect. Just go out and do it right? See what the result is. And then you can allow, you know, you can allow yourself to tweak it. Um, but you don't want to throw in the towel for something that's on your heart, right? So number four, you will be frustrated when it doesn't turn out the way you planned and may miss the magic of what was meant to be instead. So you need to leave room for what is meant for you. You know, remember the early days when you had a crush on a guy and you just wanted it to work out and you tried everything um, and he just, uh, just wasn't that into you, right? Or the relationship just fell apart and you really wanted it to work out, but it fell apart and it didn't work. It wasn't meant for you, but something else always is. So being open to what is better down the line should be your intention. You can't be open um, to that if you're trying to dictate how your business turns out. Remember, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're growing, you're learning, you're changing, your perspective is shifting, new opportunities are possible for you. And, you know, even as an entrepreneur, 
you know, you're, you are going to grow and your business is going to change based on your growth. So every action you take is actually teaching you something about yourself and what is possible for you and what you do and don't want. So allowing your actions to be meant for clarity and refinement and not for a specific outcome will change the entire experience for you. You may not attract the number of clients you wanted, but what did you learn about yourself instead? What did you learn? This happened to me several times where I'd launch a program and nobody bought and I'd sit down with myself and be like, well, what did I learn? And I can count at least twice where I was like, I wasn't really excited about that product or service. I don't even want that to be my business model. And like, it turned out to be, okay, the lesson is, you know, follow my intuition a bit more. Yeah, I spent time launching it, but now I know that's not for me. And it's okay that the outcome wasn't what, you know, I wanted because I learned something really important that'll help me in the next step in my business. And I can create a new strategy now based off of what I learned. And number five, if you are so focused on the outcome, you may miss other opportunities that come your way because you are too focused or only focused on one thing, one outcome. So if you followed me for a while, I've used this analogy before. So when I think of our path in life, the path we're on, right? The strategy we create, whatever. I think of life like a hallway and along the hallway are all these doors and like other hallways, right? Leading down to different things. And if you have your sights set on the door at the end of this hallway and you're just looking at that, right? Blinders on, you're just looking at that door at the end of the hallway. Um, You're missing all the other opportunities that are coming at you. Um, You know, if you're only seeing that there's one hallway to that door, one path to that door, you're not looking at the other hallways and you're not being curious about where they're going. You know, the universe may be opening up those other doors and presenting you with new opportunities or different ways to work with clients or different ways to structure your business or different people to collaborate with or different programs or services you can offer. But if you're too focused on the one outcome, you may miss something that could be a detour to the original outcome that's going to give you more information or more knowledge and skills to make that original outcome a better experience. Or you might just miss another outcome altogether, a goal you didn't even know you wanted. Um, You know, here's an example from my own past. You know, a few years ago, I wanted to start a digital journal, a digital magazine. And I knew what I wanted it to look like. I knew I wanted to interview new entrepreneurs and offer tips and inspiration, but I couldn't really figure out all the details and how how I would make it happen, right? It was overwhelming. So then I was in this mastermind group with all these other women and they were starting podcasts. And because I didn't attach too much of a outcome to the magazine yet, I hadn't let the goal unfold. I had this idea Um, it changed the whole experience because I had originally written off that I, you know, I couldn't do a podcast because I wasn't qualified to host podcasts. I'm not a radio talk show host. I'm not a celebrity. I can't do this. I'm not a journalist. And I had written that off. Um, But instead, as people were talking about starting their podcasts, I 
instead of saying, no, I need to create a magazine, I explored the opportunity to host my podcast. And, you know, here we are today, I'm recording this podcast episode. And I love it so much more than I would have loved all the work I would have had to have done to get that magazine out there. Uh, and this is more my speed. But it, imagine if I would have been so stuck, I had to be a magazine, I would never be here today doing something that I absolutely love to do. So what I'm saying to you is to you know, be open to other doors and opportunities waiting for you. You know, see your entrepreneurial experiences, experience as a journey with not just one hallway, but different doors and paths. And, you know, each action you take can lead you in so many different directions. And it might be a lot better than the original goal you set. So I know this may sound a little woo-woo, but there is magic to letting go of the outcome. You know, we hear it a lot that you, you have to grow your email list and your audience and you have to nurture them that you don't, you know, that, you know, you need to get likes and engagement on posts that you, you need a lot of people to view your content. But I'm going to tell you this numbers don't tell the whole story. And a lot of times when we set our goals, we set numbers to them, right? How much you're going to make, how many people are going to download your podcast, how many people are going to like your posts, how many new followers you're going to get, right? But numbers don't tell the whole story. And actually, I remember this years ago in a statistics class where, you know, the professor would tell us, like, numbers aren't people, right? So numbers don't tell the whole story and actions don't actually dictate an outcome, like, most of the people I work with that buy my products or opt in for my freebies, they never comment or like on anything they see. They never reply back to my emails, but they were watching. And they may not have bought a service that I promoted the first or second time, but it might have been the third. So if I expected a certain outcome along the way, I made a, might have stopped showing up. I might have stopped sending emails or offering, you know, products and services because it didn't meet my expectation. It didn't hit those numbers, but they did have a result that I didn't expect. And I wanted to share this with you because this is how this whole podcast episode came about. I hear this from entrepreneurs so, like, so many times. Um, it happens to them as well. Like they talk about how their clients aren't actually the ones commenting or liking or have ever interacted with them, but they're the ones that they didn't even know existed and they didn't know were paying attention or that people reached out to work with them or buy from them, not from the posts that were promoting their services, but just because they were ready. So if they, if these entrepreneurs would have based their promotional posts on or emails or whatever on if they would get sales, they may have stopped selling altogether or thought that their product wasn't working, but instead they continued to offer it without any expectation of how, you know, clients would find them. And I get it for those of you like me that would love the magic formula and know what will work, you know, what strategy will get me the number I want. I'm going to share these final thoughts with you. You know, put in your effort and focus on showing up. Yes, create a strategy for sure. It'll keep you on track. Be visible in your business and just keep serving. Every day, just show up, engage with people, share your wisdom and story, share your offers with no strings attached. Take your energy off the expectation 
and be present in your business with that energy, where your business is right now, just engage and build relationships. It's really as simple as that. And as I said before, every action is going to have a result. You just don't know what that's going to be. So if you need a goal, an action plan, make your goal or your action plan, but make it around like how many times you'll show up each week and share your wisdom. Make the goal that you engage with 20 to 40 people a week, that you will nurture your audience and share your offers often, right? Make that your strategy. Believe that by you, you going all in and being confident that you have what people need and, and that you are the person to help your dream clients, that you showing up and continue, continuing to share will bring you the business success you are looking for. Believe that. Um, I'm actually gonna drop in the description um, a link to a video I just did. It was a live video I held in the Fearless Female Entrepreneur Collective free Facebook group. And it's called Not Trying to Get Clients or stop trying to get clients. And I highly encourage you to watch it. There's several points that I bring up in this video and, and I share more about, instead of worrying about getting the clients and about the outcome, focusing on nurturing your business and how that will bring you, eventually will bring you the outcome you are looking for. So to wrap up, if you need like another analogy, think of it this way. Um, think of your business as like a storefront and you could have a storefront, of course, but like if you're an online business, think of it as a storefront. If your strategy, you create a strategy is to hang out in the streets, trying to get people into your store. Hey, come on in. We're having a sale. And you have this expectation that those people that you bring into your business, right? Um, they'll buy something, right? That they'll, they'll come into your store and they'll be like, I want everything, Right. If you're out there doing that and bring them in, you're not actually nurturing the clients that are already in your store browsing. So be where you are right now, nurturing what you've built. Um, make your strategy, you know, that, but let those people in the store decide what they want to buy. They see what you have to offer. It's on display. You're sharing it. They're following you already. They're part of your loyal community. They're showing up, reading your posts or, you know, reading your blog or listening to your podcast. They may not buy right now, but they may tell a friend about it and a friend that might need your offer. You didn't even know that wasn't in your strategy, right? You didn't even know about that friend. You didn't intend that person to see your post or read your email or see your offer or come into your store, but they came in through another channel, one that you weren't considering, one that wasn't part of your strategy. So do you see how that will give you the outcome you're looking for in a way that doesn't require you to decide what the outcome is, right? You can, you can have a strategy and you could take the action, but allow the universe to do its magic, allow your efforts to bring in the result that it's meant to bring in. Um, so that is what I want you to embrace in your business. Um, I want you to go out and create the strategy, keep taking action, keep doing the work, but trust that the outcome will come in one form or another by you taking that action, tweaking where you need to, learning from what you, um, the actions you're taking, and then you take more action and you might have to tweak it. You might have to shift a little bit, but keep showing up, keep doing the work and just release the outcome. It's going to feel so much better. I promise you. So I hope this was helpful for you. Um, 
you know, if you like what you heard, I would love for you to write a review um, right here, you know, in the podcast. Um, it would mean so much to me. I love to hear everybody's thoughts. Um, you can also DM me if you have questions or you want want to let me know your thoughts of what came up during while you were listening. You know, you could DM me on Facebook or Instagram or email me at Katerina at TrueJoyExperience.com. Thank you so much for listening today and I will see you all next week. Have a good one. Hi, lovely. Thank you so much for listening to the Fearless Female Entrepreneur Podcast. I want to invite you to join me over on Instagram at True Joy Experience. That's where I share how-to tips, inspiration, and my own personal stories on how I gained the confidence and clarity that helped me leave my nine to five behind and design a life and business that I love. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can receive the latest episode right to your phone each week, right when they launch. Finally, if you are ready to become the fearless female entrepreneur that you are meant to be, download the Mindset and Confidence Assessment to discover what is holding you back from stepping into all you are capable of achieving.